0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين اللهم يسر ولا تعسر رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي عمري وأحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما رب زدنا علما Allahumma صل على سيدنا محمد alayhi wa sallamu محمد wa محمد, محمد كما wa على إبراهيم wa آل إبراهيم wa حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد sallamu محمد كما باركت على wa وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد wa all praise you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank him and glorify him. We send our salutations to the Prophet Muhammad. In our previous discussion, we did spoke about fasting. We draw our attention on important things about starting fasting. There were some questions that were sent to us. Um, regarding preparation for fasting in the month of Ramadan so instead of continuing uh, our lesson from previous week we are just going to try as much as possible to give some sort of uh, reminder or draw our attention on some things that one can do to prepare uh, before fasting in the month of Ramadan um, so this uh, will be mainly about five to eight uh, different things that we're going to talk about. First of all, we will draw our attention on our five daily prayer. As we know, prayer is the main pillar of Islam. If you don't pray, you cannot be a Muslim for you to even add anything after that. We'll also be looking at Quran. As we know, Quran is uh, a sila something that connect us with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also we'll be looking at uh, you know reading understanding of the quran and also pondering over the verses of quran Um, we will also uh, emphasize on getting up in the morning to eat and also breaking the fast in time we will also look at general aspect of our deen how can we perfect ourselves when it comes to islam Um, as part of the questions that were sent to us to know the reason behind fasting in the month of Ramadan. It is very important, especially when these days we easily get caught on importance of fasting and easily people forget what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding fasting and we concentrate on what Some people said about fasting, and we use that as evidence. Muslims, we have our evidence. That is why the Quran is there. It's called Al-Furqan. That is the Hujjah. That is your Dalil. That is what differentiates between the good and the evil. So anything you have regarding your religion, go to the source. Don't look, because most often, even books are written, and you go through these Islamic books, you will see all evidence, stories that were told in those books are Israeliyat. So stories about the Israelis or information from their point of view. And if we keep going that way, these are why up to today we got unnecessary mistakes and also interpretation of things in Islam. You look at an example regarding this concept that we're talking about. Um, When you look at Ahlul Kitab, the way they address women in their religion, you can see clearly it has nothing to do with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's just their own opinion. For people to say, um, Adam alayhi salam, he was very pious. He does not have any mistake. But his wife is the weaker one. She was the one shaitan misled. And then she came and misled her husband in this aspect you can understand it has nothing to do with quran but muslims are using this as evidence to present some of these issues quran made mention clearly Fa shaitan, and shaitan misled both of them he did not say he, he misled hawa and she misled her husband but here we see people using those as evidence and you go through lots of Islamic books and you can see how we address our Muslims, address some of this in information from the Israeli or the Old Testament's approach or the Ahlil Kitab's approach. So we want to talk about Ramadan from Islamic point of view. What did Allah say about fasting? That is what interests us. As Muslims, we have a concept the prophet said we should be among those that have the idea or the mentality of we listen we obey so no questioning in terms of Taala's command we are not interested in what someone thinks about ramadan and these are the issues when you sit down and look at the mujtama of muslim ummah. sometimes you see muslims arguing among themselves, when you sit down and analyze their concept of their or their debate, it has nothing to do with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says or what the Prophet said, but rather their argument was to base on what some individuals' opinion, some scholars' opinion, they stood on it and fight each other. So, we don't want to go into that angle. We want to make sure that our discussion will always come back to the Quran where our understanding can help us to be able to see the clarity of the information. If we don't know, there we go and ask. That is what Islam is all about. We don't want a concept or a mentality for you to be right. You need to put some people wrong for you to be able to present yourself. You can be right, other people can be right without having the same idea, without having the same outcome. We look at the hadith of the Prophet. When the Prophet told his companions, You are to pray Asr at such and such place. When they were traveling, some of them said, It's Asr, we're going to pray here. Others said, No. He said, We have to pray Asr when we reach this place. And when they met the Prophet, Everyone presented their argument. We, in our understanding, you said that we should pray Asr at this place. Others said, no, in our understanding, we should try to be there by Asr. But when Asr got us on the way, we, in our understanding, we can pray Asr on the way. So all this, you can see different opinions, but they are all on the same target. So we don't want to have a lifestyle where we have to blame others put others into Jahannam before we can present ourselves doing the right thing. So we'll be looking at Ramadan from that angle of what Allah says regarding fasting, not what any other individual say regarding the benefit of fasting. Another thing that, inshallah, when we get opportunity to talk, we will talk about, that is preparing for Laylatul Qadr and also Itikaf. So we'll be looking at what is Laylatul Qadr, what is expected of us, when we are able to uh, get the opportunity to be alive, to be healthy, to be among those that will be worshipping Allah. And it comes to the level al-Qadr. What exactly are we expected of? Inshallah, we'll be looking at that as well. Not forgetting the end of Ramadan. That is what? The Eid. we see what exactly Eid is all about. Why Eid? Do we have to? What do we need to? We'll be looking at some of this information and zakat al-fitr, which is very important. Inshallah, when we get the opportunity, we will address all this one at a time. And the last part of these questions will be our reflection on the month of Ramadan. It is very important when you fast throughout the month to have a reflection, to sit down and analyze what changed in your life, things that you learned new, How can you keep the good habit? How can you maintain this way of life even after Ramadan? So, inshallah, we'll be looking at all this, but we'll take one at a time. Just to remind each other, our prayer time is changing. So, we just want to tell you that inshallah, we'll be starting early and finish. Inshallah, our aim, 20 to 8, we will finish, and then we can take your questions. So, whatever we say, the moment is 20 to 8. Inshallah, we stop. Now, the first part of our preparation, Um, to prepare for Ramadan. Ramadan is part of our religion. And Ramadan is one of the pillars of Islam. It it comes the ninth month on Islamic calendar. But we said this in our previous lesson that one cannot fast in the month of Ramadan with the name of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as a muslim or as ritual in islam unless they are able to become muslims first because these rituals are mainly for muslims so one important thing imad ad-deen the main pillar of islam is a salat man aqamahha faqad al din whoever established salat whoever established their prayer has indeed established the deen and also تركها, whoever left their salat has indeed demolished their deen so we're going to start to to if you really want to fast in the month of ramadan you want to be among those that will be with allah in this worship most importantly you start to make sure that your salat the five daily prayer is being prayed in time this Salat, it is very important to pray in time, to pray with full concentration, to pray knowing why you are in the prayer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying regarding this, al Indeed your Salat or the Salat, this five daily prayer. It is obligatory upon every single believer. How? kitaban ay mafruḍa compulsory upon a believer mawqūta it has timing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the salat with time so you don't choose the time you want to pray it is very important if you are looking forward to see Ramadan as part of your preparation to create the habit of praying in time one most important thing that we can do to pray in time with fajr prayer that is one of the difficult prayers of the day but those are the ways in which you can fight over shaitan and fight over your personal desire so we need to make sure that we wake up early and pray fajr it is not advisable to pray fajr and go back to sleep But if this is what you can do because of tiredness, it's okay. But wake up in the morning and pray, even if you have to go back to sleep. So praying in time is very important. We need to keep to the timing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about salat in different places. As we saw in our previous discussion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I have divided that between myself and my servant We communicate when you start your prayer. You are talking with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And these are the things we always say when we start to ponder over all this It will create That sort of connection It will create that Iman where if you are praying to Allah you feel that communication to the extent that whatever worries you in your day, you are eager to come to prayer because you are going to have a chat with your Creator. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying, ma min alkitab wa salat." Read what we've sent to you, what we've revealed to you, O Muhammad, from the book. Wa salat and establish salat. in the تَنْهَا wal-munkar. For indeed, the salat, that daily prayer, that uh, obligatory prayer, wal-munkar, will avoid, will protect you from al-fahshah, from the evil act of bad language, and also ill speech. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, if you pray, these are some of the things you benefit from the prayer. We're not talking about reward, just the prayer by itself. When you do it and do it well, these are the things that it fetches for you. That is why the Prophet ﷺ was telling us on the day of Qiyamah, the first thing that will be assessed judged, looked at in a person's deeds will be a salat. If the salat is good, every other thing will be considered good. Because the salat stops you from doing wrong things anyway. If the salat is not good, then other baggages that you came with will be, will be checked. So when we pray and do it the right way, definitely, when we come to the day of Qiyamah, that would be enough to cover the rest of our deeds. So we need to start praying in time. When we can pray fajr in time, maybe at work, we might be busy, we are not close to the masjid, but try you as much to even pray the zuhur in time, even if you couldn't get to pray in the masjid or in congregation. The same thing with Asr. SubhanAllah. Answer prayer is one of the prayer that the Prophet said whoever lost or missed Asr is as if he has lost all his property. So imagine these blessings. As we know, the prophets before us, Allah gave some of them only one prayer a day. And for this, they are appreciative. At least they get one time of the day to communicate with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here we are. We got five times a day to go and report to Allah, tell him our worries. He is Allah who will listen to you without getting tired of your complaints. But we don't even have the energy to go and stand in prayer to communicate with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knew this. It is one of the difficulty that we will face. Allah wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Al-Isti'ana, <وَالصَّلَاة> you should lean on Allah wa ta'ala with patience when it comes to prayer. for لَكَبِيرَةٌ إِلَّا الْخَاشِعِينَ Because the prayer will be a difficult task. The prayer will be a difficult task. Even though it's easy, even though it's one of the ways Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open your doors and protect you and make things easier for you. This prayer will be difficult because shaitan will not relax to let you take advantage of this. So if Allah is telling you, you should have sabr, patience when it comes to this, think about this Because the challenges things that will stop you from prayer in time are are uncountable. Sometimes even your friends will be the companions of shaitan to stop you from praying in time. Let's go to prayer. Just take it easy. Let's finish the movie. Let's go to prayer. Let's wait till halftime. Let's go to prayer. Let's wait until the advertisements start. They will give you multiple excuses so that you relax and delay your prayer. Whereas Allah is telling us, the prayer, not only it's compulsory, but with timing. So the time of prayer is part of the deal. But Allah says, Indeed, only those who have Iman, only those who are connected with Allah will be those that will keep to this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to advise us regarding prayer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us about this prayer as we made mention. Salat al-Asr is one of the important prayer. Even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But He made a vow in the Quran by saying, Walla asr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking and to confirm the importance of what He wants to tell us, He started by swearing of the time of Asr. Wallah Asr we come back to this but let's go back Allah is reminding us about the importance of prayer to the extent he was saying keep keep to your prayer keep to your prayers concentrate on your pra- your prayers. Protect your prayer, memorize, know your prayers, especially this prayer that is at the middle. Scholars said the middle prayer, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned here, is Salat al-Asr, Salat al qani'ti. Establish the prayer and stand in front of Allah with full yaqeen, with full concentration. Allah is telling you about the prayer. Dear respected brothers and sisters in faith, this is your prayer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knew what he put in the prayer for you. If you are looking forward for Ramadan to fast, start doing this. That comes every single day of the year. If you're waiting to get connected with Allah, with your fasting, make sure your prayer is intact. That is what makes you a Muslim. That is what put you in the daira, in the circle of believers. Before you can go to the next level of fasting, we look at that. We need to look at it in different ways. Allah, the Prophet ﷺ is saying, "Inna almunafiqina yuqadioun Allah, wa huwa yuwa huwa qadi'uhum." Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying this. And if they come indeed the hypocrites you hide your own Allah they are there trying to act as if they are teasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as if they are mocking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also looking at them feeling sorry for them that why do you think you are mocking when your secret and everything that you are plotting is open how do they do this? إِذَا قَامُوا salah, When they get up to pray, when they come to prayer, They will get up with laziness. Their heart is not there. When they stand in prayer, they rush as if someone is chasing them. Their mind is not there. But what, what else? They do that to show off to people. Subhanallah. They do that to show off. They are doing this not because they want to do it for the sake of Allah, not because they are into the prayer, but when they come to people, in front of people, that's where they do to show off. Does that remind you of something? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, there are some people that will be praying, but they are going to Jahannam. And you are questioning why can someone pray and go to Jahannam when Allah is telling you for wa'ilun lil musallin al-ladhinhum an salatihim sahun al wa maun. These are those people. For wa'ilun wa'ilun is a place in Jahannam that Allah is going to put musallin, those who pray in this place. Who are these people? Al-ladhinhum an salatihim sahun those who neglect their prayer they pray sometimes sometimes they don't pray they pray in time sometimes sometimes they ignore as if even the prayer does not exist but when they come in congregation when they see people when you tell them to become imams to show off that is where they stretch they want to show how best they are these people allah say they are hypocrites they do not remember allah but just a little so are you going to be part of this group the hypocrites who allah SWT is saying you want to be part of them why How are you not getting part of them when you don't pray? But here you are looking forward for Ramadan, looking forward to fasting the month of Ramadan, looking forward for Taraweeh. Taraweeh is sunnah. Your five daily prayer is compulsory. Start with that first. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling you in Hadith al-Quds regarding those who finished what is compulsory on them. When they finish what has been prescribed on them as compulsory, they start doing nawafil. Those are your taraweeh. All the way to this ahadith that come in multiple uh, narrations. When my servant... After doing what I prescribe upon him, which is compulsory, he continue to come closer to me with things that are not compulsory. Then I tend to love this servant of mine. So before you open that energy, before you put that jalabia on, ready for tarawih, make sure your five daily prayers are done in time. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala said in multiple places as I made we don't want to go in detail we just want to touch bit by bit innamawaliyukumullah wa rasuluhu walladhina amanu alladhina yuqimun as-salat wayutuna az-zakat wa hum raki'un innamawaliyukum Allah indeed your wali your friend the one that you can depend on he is Allah and his messenger. You cannot trust and believe anyone except those who believe in Allah. Who are these? Allah. They are those who establish the prayer. They are those who give charity. And anytime you see them, they are always prostrating in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those are the people you can trust. If you want a friend, your first friend should be Allah and no one else. Then you take the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Then those believers who establish prayer. Not those who call themselves Muslims, but they have go to prayer. This is a blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. We came to the prayer, we came to the musalla before the prayer. But not only that, we did not sit down and chit-chat. We remind ourselves so that we can increase our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet ﷺ said, As-salatu al-khams, wal jumatu ila al jumati kaffaratun lima bainahun As-salatu khams the five daily prayer. And Friday to another is expiation. It is expiation with whatever you do in between them. When you pray dhuhr and you unfortunately find yourself in some bad things you do before Asr, when you come to Asr and pray, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive the sins that you committed at the time of dhuhr. And this, of course, will take you back to the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that is saying, What الْحَسَنَةَ follow the evil deeds or evil acts with good deeds. That good deed will wipe it. Is there any good than the salat? So the Prophet ﷺ is saying your five-daily prayer. At any given time when you pray, when you come to the next prayer and pray, any bad thing that you did in between that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive those bad things because of the next prayer that comes. And the hadith continues, As long as you stay away from the big sins. The Prophet asked his companions, what do you think? How do you feel When if there is a stream, a river running in front of one of, or in front of your houses and a person have to swim in this river every single day five times five times? Will there be any trace of dirt on him? The companion said, Nothing will be left if it comes to filth for a person to swim five times a day in a stream. No way will he be dirty. And the Prophet said, that is exactly like your five daily prayer. khataya. Allah subhanahu wa taala will wipe your evil deeds or your bad deeds with those prayer. Which means as long as you continue to pray and pray five daily prayer and pray it in the best of manner and pray it in time. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will use that to wipe your sins. Naam. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in another hadith, Man tawadda' alis salat al-wudu, thumma ila ira salat al maktuba whoever performed wudu and did it in the best of way. Making sure that any part of wudu that needs to be washed or wiped were all done properly. And then the person walked to the uh, prayer. And he prayed that prayer with people. Or he prayed in congregation. Or he prayed in the masjid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will wipe his sins that is why even if we wake up in the morning and we are running late we know maybe by the time we reach the masjid salat is going to be finished still go to the masjid with that intention allah will reward your effort even though you missed the salat al maktuba and go to the masjid and pray that prayer in the masjid the idea here is we're looking for the forgiveness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives whenever we do this. So, I think we our time is almost up. I'm quickly gonna rush about the Quran, and inshallah, hopefully, uh, in our next uh, lesson on Sunday, we will tackle more of the recitation of the Quran. As we made mention previously, at least every single day, a Muslim should try and recite the Quran. If you can do uh, two lines, three lines, thumun, rubo, juzo, hips, whatever you can do in all the, um, uh, the, the the chapters or the parts of Quran that you can read. Just at least make it a habit every single day. Don't wake up from morning till evening without opening the mushaf and read. Don't do that. That is a waste of the day. As a Muslim, Quran, kalamullah, The words of Allah you couldn't open to at least glance through? You waste your life on that day. No matter how busy you are, open the Quran and read every single day. Start the habit before Ramadan. We always encourage, there is no competition on who finish how many times the Quran in Ramadan. There's no competition on that. The competition is how connected you are? How are you practicing the Quran? How is the Quran affecting your life? This is what the connection should be. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said in the Quran, Allah is telling you the Quran is my words. Even if the non-believers they are trying to come closer to you sit with them slowly they might hear the words of allah read the quran let them hear it let them ask you what is this but when you're doing that make sure the meaning of the quran matches your character because there are some muslims wallahi if you are to sit down with them you will hate Islam they are Muslims when you are to make friends with them knowing they are Muslims wallahi if you don't know Islam you will hate it I was told by a brother say there was a Muslim community in Europe they have this corner shops and those sort of markets selling stuff there and uh, the people the Muslims within that community They always like one of the non muslim shops and go and buy stuff from him. So one day he was telling him, you are a good person. You should become a Muslim. And he asked him, I should become a Muslim. Your friends with the other shop are Muslims. You don't go to them because you know they are not good. You want me to be like them? This, if you understand these words, it tells you what sort of representation some people give to Islam. So no matter what, you are ambassador of Islam. Allah is telling the Prophet ﷺ, even if the mushrikeen, they keep peace and they want to live next to him, he should allow them until they hear the words of Allah. So when you find yourself in a neighborhood and you are the only Muslim, what are your characters? How do you convince those people? that indeed, Islam is the best religion when you have a questionable character. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala is saying, Law hadha la min Allah. SubhanAllah. If this Qur'an was to be revealed on the mountains, you will see the mountains turning into dust out of fear of Allah. You hear this Quran every day and your heart is still hard? What sort of person are you? What sort of human being are you? Can't you understand the words of Allah? Don't the words of Allah enter your heart? What sort of mentality do you have? Where are you coming from? Are you having that sort of heart that is like stones? Well, Allah is telling you among stones there are those that are Right water is gushing out of them and that water is out of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not water but tears because of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here you are. Your heart is hardened. Ashaddu kaswa. Harder than the stone. You will hear Allah. It will even take uh, shake you. You hear the Quran. Nothing changes. Subhanallah. And you said you're waiting for Ramadan. For what? Who are you going to fast for? What is the Ramadan for you anyway? So go back to the Quran. Read the Quran. Ask yourself, who is Allah talking to? Because Allah is saying Kalamullah. This is the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling the Prophet, you see that Quran? is a reminder for you or is something that is mentioning you and your people as well it is something that is a reminder for them and slowly you will be asked how you took this message from Allah how did you act upon Allah's words Allah spoke you ignored are you saying that Allah is not important. You heard his words and you don't even care to check the meaning. You don't even care to understand. You don't even care to orchestrate. And you are saying you call yourself Muslim? Where is the submission? The submission is when you hear Allah say, سَمْعَنْ That's it. You don't have anything else apart from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, we have indeed sent down a book. In that book, you are mentioned. Because it is about you. Allah is talking to you. So it's up to you. Have you listened to Allah? Have you acted upon what Allah says? What is the Quran for you? So we need to start looking at that. Because the Quran, as you know, in al Quran, not just anyone those that are strong those that are steadfast those are those that the Quran will guide Allah said it in the Quran in some places it is a guide but not for everyone those who fear Allah those who have consciousness of Allah those who care about Allah those who think about Allah those whose life goes every single second, it is about Allah, nothing else. Those are the people that Quran will guide. So when it comes to the Quran, inshallah, on Sunday, we will go a bit deeper on that. And then we look at things that we can do when it comes to Quran. Because we don't want to just read the Quran. We want to understand it. We want to ask ourselves, what did Allah want from me? How can I do that? This is what made the people who came before us better than us. It's not a competition of how many pages I read a day. It's not a competition of how many surahs I memorized. It's not a competition of how many times I did qatmi in the month of Ramadan. Because the Prophet ﷺ is saying in hadith, Rubba Quran. Some people they read the quran and the quran curses them why because they read in the quran allah said don't do this and they do that they read in the quran allah said don't do that they do that allah said do this they ignore so the quran curses them so do you want to be among these people definitely not so let's change our approach when it comes to reading quran